0: It's the Carney Show on the Big 550 KTRS. Carney out today, back on Monday. I'm Julie Buck, and that's Max Foysie. Excited to talk to our friend at this point. We've chatted so many times, I feel like we're friends. Emma Kluse from Great Rivers Greenway. How are you, Emma? I'm great. Good to be back. Thank you for having me again. Yes, it's always good to see what the latest and greatest news is with Great Rivers Greenway. But first, Give us kind of the backdrop of what Great Rivers Greenway is all about, because not everybody has heard our conversations about this. It's true. Thank you.
1: So, Rivers Greenway is a public agency. We were voted in by the people of St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and St. Charles County back in the year 2000 to create a sales tax that formed our organization so that we could connect that whole area together with greenways, which are Maybe where you can walk, ride a bike, push a stroller, a wheelchair, and then lots of conservation projects along the way and amenities. And, and, you know, ideally, there's a whole huge connected network um, decades down the road where you can get around and explore and exercise. And it's great for the health of our region overall.
0: And in particular, we're talking today about the environmental impact and how the greenways contribute to that.
1: Yeah, I wanted to share a little bit, because um, sometimes I think folks are, are maybe just thinking specifically about trees and plants, and that is absolutely a huge part of what we're doing. Right. But I wanted to just talk a little bit about, um, first I want to mention water. So water is a huge part of our region. Um, we all know we have many rivers and creeks here, and we're at the you know the confluence of the two major watersheds of North America, the Mississippi and the Missouri. Um, so we all, I'm sure everybody in your daily life has, has dealt with flooding <laughs> It's part of our part of our region, uh, and many of the greenways are actually in that floodplain, that land right adjacent to the, the waterways. And so, you know, when those floods happen, that water has to go somewhere. And ideally, the, the land right along those waterways is available to be able to take that flood where it can flow down and soak in and spread out so that it doesn't cause a lot of dangerous situations for people or destruction of property. Um, and the ideal situation is that you've got You know, a great healthy habitat where it can filter that water and and then return it back to that waterway. So oftentimes these are really great places for greenways, even though it can be kind of a bummer if they have to close temporarily because they might be underwater. Uh, But that is, again, much better than uh, the destruction that a flood can cause.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And along the greenways, you do a lot of removing invasive plants and things like that so that people aren't going to walk down the greenways and then walk away with poison ivy or some horrible thing, right? You want to make it as comfortable as possible for people and yet be environmentally friendly.
1: Yes, for both, absolutely. So we want folks to have a great experience and enjoy what they're looking at and, and like you said, what might be brushing up against their leg, (laughs) but also that that's good for, you know, the plants in the area, the animals using these spaces as well. Um, so we are often removing um, trash and debris, but also things like invasive species. The the example I always give is um, bush honeysuckle is an invasive species that often, you know, really fills in as big bushes, and, and people might think, oh, that's a whole wall of, of green, you know, off just beyond my property. Um, and just because it doesn't mean it's necessarily good for any, <laughs> any of the, the humans or the animals or the plants nearby. So sometimes we are clearing out some of that brush, um, so even though it might look like we're you know, taking down a bunch of, of green plants, we're actually creating a, a more healthy habitat. It might be a prairie or a wetland. Uh, we might be putting in a rain garden or a pollinator habitat alongside the trail. But all of these different things that we are doing during these projects is the goal of Uh, greater biodiversity. So lots of different kinds of species of plants and animals, including humans, can thrive in our region.
0: And sometimes with these prairies and wetlands that you bring up, you have to do a full restoration uh, in order to put in a rain garden or pollinator habitat. Uh, If you ever need a beekeeper for your pollinator habitats, uh, you know, you got one right here. So let me know. Oh, all right. I'd be happy to come and work the bees. It's his dream
1: hey, come on
0: out. We've got lots of places where we do that, where we put in specific
1: plants that make bees very happy so they can help to to pollinate the rest of the the region. And actually, St. Louis has some of the best biodiversity of bees, I think, because we have, um, you know, so many different kinds of green spaces sprinkled throughout our region. It's really not um, a place where, you know, you all know this. You don't have to drive an hour to get to somewhere green. It's really throughout our region, not just the greenways, but, you know, parks and, and open spaces and so we do have a, a, a fairly healthy <laughs> population here.
0: Who decides all of this and desi- designs everything to make sure that it's going to work ahead of time before you start clipping things back and planting things to make sure that this is all going to be an appropriate plan ahead of time?
1: That's a great question. So um, some of this is working with our staff. We do have some certified arborists and, and conservation experts on our team. Um, but we also work with, with lots of partners so sometimes we might be creating a, a plan with the Missouri Department of Conservation or, you know, we have some programs where we're working with um, AmeriCorps St. Louis to clear out some of the invasive species or Open Space Council or the Missouri Botanical Garden. Um, so we have different partners and then we also are working with the communities to get their input on these projects. So, you know, folks might tell us about issues that, that we didn't know about because they're they're the experts on their neighborhood. Um, we are often trying to come in and listen and learn and then work together with neighbors, with experts in the region, with our consultants and designers and landscape architects. It's really a mix of, of different folks that are coming together to figure out a consensus for what the best plan is for any given place.
0: So are you looking for volunteers?
1: We are always looking for volunteers. You can definitely check out um, on our website, greatriversgreenway.org slash volunteer. There are always upcoming events of when you can get out there and, you know, pick up trash or remove some of those plants or plant new ones, Um, that's always helpful. We had, I believe, it was like 14,000 volunteer hours um, per year is our annual average. So we cannot do it without volunteers.
0: And is this a project that you think one day you're going to wake up, have your cup of coffee, look around and say, well, everything is green, I can retire? Or is this going to be an ongoing part of how we make our region beautiful?
1: Well, it probably won't be when I can retire. (laughs) It's a, it's a generational project for sure. It will be decades of, I think, of continuing to adapt and evolve because our region changes as well. You know, the, even the population, um, you know, where people live and, and work is different than it was 20 years ago when we were founded. So I think it will be an ongoing project to connect everything together and improve the health of our, our habitats. And, you know, that's part of the value of the Greenways as well is that if you can let people get out there and explore, Hopefully people can see the beauty of our natural resources and start to learn about, you know, the values they provide and the benefits and and make their own good choices to help, uh, you know, volunteer and contribute um, and maybe, you know, get around without a car sometimes. And there's all those different benefits that we we think that Greenways bring to our region as well.
0: And just one more time, kind of review where it begins and ends for people.
1: Yes, the Greenways, we have 128 miles of Greenways. They are not all connected yet. We're getting there, but they are in St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and St. Charles County. So you can check on our website to find, you know, where you'd like to explore or a volunteer event to plug into. Um, Eventually, we want them to be all connected in a network, but they are in, you know, bits and pieces right now.
0: But eventually it will get there and all be connected. So check that it out. Yeah, it is a dream. Great Rivers Greenway. Check it out. It's um, it's something that I think is for the whole family and for the whole population to really get out there and enjoy some some natural beauty. So thank you so much for the time, Emma Cluse. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You too. Always good to talk to Emma. We'll She's t- always fantastic. She is. We'll and t- they do great work around here. Absolutely. We'll take a quick and we'll be back with more of The Carney Show on the Big 550 KTRS.